Blog Talk Radio. On the other side, you have my brother, Matt. How you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on? Ready for another um, hey. exciting day? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got some, some great stuff to talk about. James Winston is uh, in trouble again. And some interesting camp, camp battles. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, what, what, what's your take on this whole Jameis Winston thing? I mean, um, obviously, it's speculation at this point whether he groped a Uber driver or what, a Lyft driver, whatever it was. And he's been, you know, obviously in trouble before where he's found, been found innocent, I have to say, but uh, with rape in, in college. And now he's facing a three-game suspension. What – there's some smoke with this fire or do you think it's just another bad situation for the dude? Well, as for him actually groping this girl or not, I mean, I don't know. Um, Cause that still needs to come out. Just more evidence needs to uh, come out on that. I don't know how, how evidence is going to uh, arise from that, but we'll see. And then, but I think the main concern is that he didn't tell the NFL that there was a possibility that this uh, this could come up, that he would be caught up in this court case or possible court case and uh, legal concern for sure. So, and I know that at rookie camp, they all go through this, and he's a high-profile, uh, for the last three years or so, he's a high-profile quarterback. So, he should be well aware that uh, of the rules that saying if I get in trouble, what do I do? Or if I find myself in a situation that could lead to me being in trouble, what do I do? He should know that he needs to tell mom and dad, that being the commissioner of the NFL and his um, the owner of his team. So he should already know that. But yeah. Since he, since he didn't do that, then what? Almost two years went by and a year and a half since they started the investigation of what possibly could have transpired in that Uber car went by. He's in trouble for that. They get touched the ball, what, 99.99% of the, uh, of the game? 
So they're very important to the NFL, and as such, they get paid like that. They get paid hundreds. Of, they could be paid up past a hundred million dollars because of their contract. So because they get paid a hundred million dollars in a contract, is he worth it? Is he worth something like that? I mean, I say no. I think it's time for him to like um, maybe move out of the starting role and get traded to another team or something, but he definitely needs to get benched for a while. I mean, I don't and with him being benched for a while, I don't think he uh, deserves to be a starting quarterback, at least for Tampa Bay. So, I so think you definitely think his time is, has definitely come. You know, and also it doesn't it doesn't help that he's sort of on the verge anyways right now because of his playing ability he's done some great things on the field but he hasn't really reached that potential that uh, that he, he was selected with in I believe the second pick or so um, maybe even the first pick I can't remember back then but uh, you know Tampa Bay was really excited to have him as a player as they sort of went through a lot of testing um, of his personality I think uh, rumor has it that they sent out different people um, not dressed as in, uh, NFL employees or Tampa Bay, representing Tampa Bay, but looked just like normal people and sort of prodded and fried him a little bit and see how he would react in given situations. And he was very cordial and doing all those kind of things. And then, you know, something like this happens. And it just I, – I don't know if it – it's it's hard to say it's immaturity just because of the fact that we're all born with knowing that you don't broke people. You don't just do that, you know. Um, it, now, whether he did it or not, I don't know, but obviously he's been in trouble or rumors have been around him before. I know he was a group home kid uh, for a while, so uh, working in group homes as long as I have, um, I know a lot of them are personalities, um, but very much are, are similar. Um, they're not all the same, of course. Everybody's different, but, uh, you know, they, they're there for a reason sometimes. Um, sometimes they're not, depending. But, yeah, so where you, you, so you think he should be traded, like, right away or, or um, what, or released or what, what? What's your speculation on that? Yeah, he needs or to be released. Why, why that? He needs to wow. be released because okay, he, that, does, he can't hold up to the, the high profile of the quarterback position. He can't hold up to it. So, I mean, any negativity. When you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars that are going through to these guys, they have to live up to that. I mean, anyone who works like we work uh, deserves to get paid uh, for what they do. And they uh, and the job also wants expects the work out of them as well. So if they not if they can't deliver the work, then they need to go. Yeah. Yeah. So so. But with, with that, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen. I think that could happen, but I don't know if that's what's going to happen. But also, um. Now, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say. I mean. Also, they everything needs to, needs to be taken into account, you know. So he's getting in trouble for not telling people. Yeah, that's a 
it's not drugs or anything uh, alcohol-related or, or uh, you know, sexual-related. It's nothing like high-profile in, in, in your news or whatever. But, hmm. yeah, it is the rules. So it doesn't matter what yeah. it is, the rules can't. The rules can't be broken. Now, now you're saying if he's found guilty of this, you're not necessarily saying he should be released regardless, or are you saying that? No, no. I, I mean, if I'm saying he's already guilty for not saying anything. He's already broken the rule. Oh, okay. Okay. He's, or, um, that's what they're getting in mind, and that's pretty. That's uh, pretty black and white as far as he didn't say anything. You know as to this as a potential problem. He's supposed to address a potential problem, so that's what they're getting on him now right. for. Now, um, right. if something comes or, 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 you know, like this is proven that he did actually touch this girl, then, okay, that has that's another repercussion. Maybe he gets kicked out of the NFL altogether. I don't know. Um, but we'll have to see. So, the, and there was, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was riding with a passenger, a, a buddy of his, who is taking his side. He says, this never happened. Like, he he was right. basically, he said the witness and said, this never happened. So, it's going to be real tough for this girl to actually prove this, you know, this that this actually happened. So, we'll see. Um, now, it's... Um, as far as the hype, I mean, Jameis Winston, he was part of the class. I think the last couple of years there hasn't been a class of quarterbacks that are held as high as the class that Jameis Winston um, came into the NFL with. In other words, the last couple of years, quarterbacks are being selected in, uh, in the first round, yes, but they're not held in such a high regard. as like, oh, my God, this guy's going to change the team. Right. I don't. I don't know if a quarterback that's been selected that says, "Okay, oh my God, this guy's going to change the team." Yeah, but, I mean, well, even if you look at this year, I mean, the five there was five quarterbacks drafted in the first round, and that hadn't happened since I think 2000, and I don't know. It's been a been a while, um, and it's. I, I don't see anybody that is, is like you look at him and you're like uh, you look at him as Jameis Winston or you look at him as Andrew Luck or uh, even even at that time Robert Griffin. Um, there's there's no there's no comparison there. There's no one that just makes you sit back and go, wow, that guy is just going to be such a super stud and. Yeah, I mean that he's definitely one of those that was drafted that they they were like this guy can do everything and mm-hmm. you know at the time good um, you know he's very physical he can run with the ball pretty well he's you know has a great arm um, all those kind of things but so far it's just not been up to what they believed he could be. Yeah, I, I, to be fair, I, I watched. Um... Not, I, mean, you guess, I don't know if you've ever seen the Hard Knocks TV show, but oh, yeah. they, uh, Hard Knocks held a, um, last year, they held a 2017 um, Tampa Bay um, Hard Knocks. And what Hard Knocks mm-hmm. is, uh, for everyone who doesn't know, is that it just gives a, a 
behind the scenes look uh, in the practice and um, off the field and how these kick, um, players hold each other with each, with themselves and um, in the locker room. And, and, you know, when watching screens and the meetings and everything. So it's pretty fun because it's, it's what you don't get the chance to see while you watch the NFL, what, how this all comes together, how the teams are selected and everything else. And while I was watching, I, was, I noticed uh, Jameis Winston uh, actually starting to take a leadership role as far as, mm. like, in all the huddles and the meetings and everything. But to be a leader, you have to lead by example in everything you do, not only on the field, but off the field as well. And it doesn't seem that uh, Jameis Winston is doing that. So, it, you know, I I don't think he deserves to be a leader if he can't lead by example off the field when he's making True. a uh, crazy amount of money. Now, what, what separates, say, a leader for football? Let's just say, let's just take Jameis Winston comparable to um, – the military. Now, when I was going through the police academy, of course, they were always saying, okay, you know, you after after class, after the course is over, you can go out, but make sure that you're not affiliated with the police academy. In other words, take your shirt off. Um, you, right. you know, uh, so, um, now, if I had gotten in trouble, right, and like this, let's just say, but I was still able to lead the class, then my leadership isn't affected. But in football, whatever you do off the field, it is, or any other sport, it is. Now, what what do you think separates between leadership and that, and say a police academy or military situation comparable to a football situation like James Winston is, is facing? Okay, uh, I would say the first thing as far as separation is uh, I get a little tired of uh, the NFL players uh, saying how they're they're soldiers and everything. The only only way they're soldiers is, uh, I would say, camaraderie. The locker room camaraderie is the same thing you'll get out of uh, the military. If you're in for a while and you uh, start to experience different things, you start to build that um, sense of camaraderie with your – fellow um, either soldiers or sailors, and especially if you're in a uh, living uh, on a ship with 60 guys in one room, you know, you get kind of close yeah. to uh, everybody and, you know, personalities do clash and they, they come together as well. So, but as far as like um, life and death, I mean, yes, it, they're, the football players are at risk and yes, the NFL is um, turn in the game into flag football because of it, but uh, they're not they're not being you know shot at or they're not um, sailing in dangerous waters where you know a sub can at any time like take it out or for whatever reason you know so they're they're not doing anything that's um, of any real danger uh, as far as life and death is like is what the NFL players will like the public to think they are. Um, do they, are they in danger with their uh, concussion and everything like that? Yeah. 
that that happens. But so are uh, uh, construction workers or um, everyone else, you know, are in danger too. So they're not anyone uh, more special than, say, uh, your, your your neighbor or anything. So. But with okay, that, nah. so what comes with that is just more high pressure situations require more uh, uh, more leadership. That's it. Okay. 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 I see. So, but then if there's more leadership in, say, the military or police, then why is the leadership looked at more seriously? In- because they're getting paid a hundred million dollars. Okay. Because they're getting paid so, an extreme amount of money, which they probably, probably, in my opinion, um, football is a game. It shouldn't be um, treated like where people are getting this amount of money. But we, as Americans, uh, favor entertainment over anything else. So since we value entertainment over anything else, we're willing to pay a price or and a high price for that. So people who are talented enough to provide that entertainment uh, get paid. Gotcha. So basically it just comes down to dollars. Um, And if you don't have any sense, then in making the dollars, then your leadership isn't going to be affected just because you don't have any sense when it comes to the dollars. That was a really bad joke, but I, I try to make it work. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's like any business, right? No one wants to be uh, held publicly um, negative, held or in a negative fashion with their business. So, um, if something were to happen, uh, I imagine a CEO would resign or whatever. If there was a high-profile sure. um, um, negative thing that would cost the business money, that when you know the high-profile businessman would resign. So, that's basically what I'm saying for Jameis Winston is he's the high-profile businessman who needs to resign if he's causing all this negative publicity for the team. And, yeah, and not only is he being paid what he's being paid, but he's also distracting um, the logo from being paid as well because it's bad business. Yeah, exactly. Now, um on to some some upbeat news. Let's talk about um, I, some. I, I I don't think I sent this to you, but uh, Jamison Crowder and Blake Bortles. Uh, Jamison Crowder, uh, he he struggled last year pretty um, a lot. Uh, he was not what he normally is as a receiver, and now it's come out now to be an ankle issue, and now he looks like he's blowing it up in camp now. The difference also could be in change of quarterbacks. He has Alex Smith that you know pretty well from the 49ers now as a quarterback. Do you think that Alex Smith is that much different than Kirk Cousins? Or do you think it's a health reason that maybe Jamison Crowder is performing as well as he is? No, absolutely. Yeah, Alex Smith is a quarterback. Kirk Cousins, yeah. Well, how many teams has Kirk Cousins played for? Like four in the last four years or something? I mean, it's something stupid where he's just bouncing around from team to team. 
because um, he had a couple of good games here and there. That's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, but Alex Smith has proven himself to um, throw the ball, be accurate with the ball, and everything else. Um, yeah, Alex Smith, he started off really slow. I mean, really, really slow to where, like, I was – I didn't want him to play at all for the Niners when he played for the Niners. Uh, but he, he came on uh, really strong with uh, the Chiefs. Um, so he proved himself after having a lot of experience to be able to um, handle himself. And he's one where, I mean, I struggle to find any uh, negativity uh, surrounding him as far as uh, out, um, away from the field. He's yeah. always a pretty quiet. He's always been a pretty quiet person, uh, just doing his business, and uh, he's carried the team a couple, a couple championships, or at least to, to play the game, you know, deep in the end, uh, playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I think yeah, I think definitely uh, Alex Smith is a better than Kirk Cousins for sure. You know, it's interesting. He gets, of course, a lot of bad rap just because I think, as you mentioned, he started off so slow with the 49ers that you – I don't know if you remember because it was so quick, but uh, when Peyton Manning became a free agent, they they thought that they had a legitimate – they must have thought that Peyton Manning was, was about to sign those papers because they released Alex Smith and – um, in favor of thinking Peyton Manning was going to be there. And then, of course, Peyton Manning went to Denver. And, like, no no, no longer than, like, two days did they have Alex Smith back as a 49er. So um, it just goes to show you that their, their thought – and then you had the whole Colin Kaepernick situation where – um, he he took over the job for Alex Smith, and then they traded Alex Smith to Kansas City. I think he really bloomed um, a lot more in Kansas City than he did as a 49er, even though he had a couple good years there. But um, yeah, he's he's been he's been an interesting quarterback, and I think last year he really came into to his own. And it, it, interesting stats. If you're if you're interested in some weird, look at his playoff uh, numbers. The guy has just an amazing playoff. I mean, if if you were to look just solely at his playoff numbers, you would think he should he would belong in the Hall of Fame. That's how great his playoff numbers are. Um, so the guy can definitely do the job without without a doubt. Now, um, yeah. Speaking speaking of quarterbacks, we have. Um, the camp battle between Tyrod Taylor and Baker Mayfield. And of course, Baker Mayfield was the number one pick of the draft uh, by Cleveland. Now here, here's this veteran Tyrod Taylor. Who's, who's had, you know, he's been average, maybe a little bit above average at times quarterback who the bills released because they wanted to go with the future and Josh Allen. And he ends up in Cleveland and Cleveland takes the future prospect Baker Mayfield. Now, Taylor is probably on the verge of being not cut but benched just because, like as you, as we talked about last week, come week 
whatever, week six through week 11, the veteran is going to get sit and the rookie is going to get his chance. So if you're Tyrod Taylor right now, what do you do? Do you, I mean, he, here's a guy that probably is going to not be in Cleveland next year. Who knows where he's going to end up if he ends up on any team at all. Um, and you have this young young star coming. Now, How if you're a Tyrod Taylor, how would you relate to Baker Mayfield? Would you completely shut him out of the equation and not guide him or teach him anything and just say, okay, you know what? You're on your own. I got to worry about myself. I got to worry about my own job, my own numbers, so I can continue to feed my family. Or would you be someone that guides this young rookie and teaches him what to look for and what not to look for? No, so all right. So I think the Kaepernick situation has proven something we probably already know that the owners do have a collusion, meaning that they, uh, if they want to shut someone out, they can very easily. I don't know how they do it, they uh, or how, you know what their little code words are, but they can very easily shut someone out. Um. Was Kaepernick worth 112 million? No, Kaepernick wasn't worth 112 million. That's why he had to go, and I was proud to see him. I was happy to see him go because I don't want to be spending that much money for someone who wasn't worth. All right, but as far as the collusion, yes, the owners are able to do that um, secretly, which um, says you, as a quarterback, need to do everything you can um, on and off the field. So. You already know that this guy is going to come in and take over the job. It's it's a lock. It's going to happen. So, for you to best suit, best um, benefit yourself, and um, hopefully opening doors and opportunities uh, for yourself after the season, uh, yeah, you better help this guy, this new rookie guy, out as much as you possibly can, and make that well known that you are doing it. Um, because anytime you need, if you, anytime you're helping somebody and you're hoping other people are watching, you better make sure they're watching. Because obviously you're not right. going to help this guy just to help this guy. You're going to help this guy because he, one, he's on your team, and that's what you should do. But you're doing it because you need to uh, help yourself. Um, so. Yeah, he needs. He, he understands that he's he's out the door probably by week eight. Um, and now, if I was him, I'd be gunning for that Tampa job because there's probably going to be an opening there sooner or later. There might be an opening. You never know. <laughs> now, and, and that that you touch on something that that I've sort of kind of tried to figure out myself, going back and forth a little bit, is the fact that. You definitely want to be a team player because if you come out and you're not a team player, as we've seen with so many uh, offensive players, um, defensive players, what have you, that you, you burn you burn your welcome. Terrell Owens was, was legitimately known for burning locker rooms. Uh, Mike Wallace, um, player today, is obviously known for burning locker rooms. Now, um, but you also don't want to uh, expose yourself either. So if you're if you're Taylor, how do you how do you sort of mitigate 
wanting being a team player so that the news catches on that you're doing what you can do and you're helping this guy out when secretly you're saying, okay, dude, you gotta, you gotta just figure this out on your own and not, not necessarily sink him, but just um, not give him the help that, that is, I don't know how to say it. Um, Not like required, but just sort of let him do it on his own where you're not uh, helping him when he really needs it, I guess, is kind of what I'm trying to say. I would help him where everything I can, do everything I can for him on the field. And, um, if there's any questions, for sure, I'd answer them. Even off the field, I'd answer them. If he's in, like, in the meetings or locker room or whatever, I'd answer his questions. But, you know, I, if um, I would take the advantage of that I'm a veteran, he's a rookie, and I would treat him like a rookie. I'd make him carry my bags, make him go uh, go get me water, and then tell him, tell him that the, this water doesn't taste good, go get me some more. I don't know. <laughs> I should just tell him, you know, treat him like a rookie as much as possible. That's what I would do to get uh, kind of get my, my hand in. I told you, Avion, this ain't Avion water. Exactly. That's awesome. All right. Well, you know, we have sort of a short show today just due on the fact that there really isn't a whole bunch of news to talk about, really. Um, so, uh, That's definitely that, coming up. Yeah, yeah. As soon as, as, soon as camps start opening up, um, we're going to see a whole, a whole lot of uh, situations. I guess Julio Edelman um, is scheduled for an appeal on Monday. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's appealing. I mean, I'll, oh, I guess he's debating. And, and and you sort of touched on this too. It's um, that whole. How do you not know? I guess his case is the fact that he didn't know that there was PEDs with what he took, and. How old is that story? I mean, there's so there's all these players that, that that's, that's like they factor like, Barry Bonds. I didn't know only take yeah. steroids. And so it's like, how do you how do you not know? And it's almost as bad as the. You but know, the thing the thing uh, with the Barry Bonds and um, Edelman here is the difference is it is actually against the rules now. You can't take enhancement right. drugs. So, but Barry Bonds was doing it. He was doing it, but I don't think at the time it was against the rules to take certain the certain the drugs they was taking. You know, because baseball yeah, for a while in, in the two thousands didn't were uh, didn't didn't have any rules against it. But it was high, high profile by the time he was um, when they were taking him to court for like ten years straight. You know, so that's why he got away with saying I didn't only take it because it didn't matter if he um, took it or not, really, because he never got he never got busted. He no, never, no. he never did a piss test and, um, for anything and got busted for anything in the system. So people are always, he said, he was saying, well, I never know took it, so I don't know, you know, but. I don't think it's pretty. He was busted for it, right? No, he he never was busted for it. Um, 
that was a whole Balco scandal because I guess there was something in it that couldn't be tested or uh, didn't come up in tests. So um, they was it uh, like a golden seal or something? Like did he prefer, did he cover it up and whatever? Did they take something to cover up whatever could be tested? I don't think it was that. I think it was it. It, it just the chemical itself wasn't um, in in would register. Yeah, so it did the exact same thing, but because it wasn't uh, on the list or didn't register or whatever the situation may be, he never tested positive because um, those it just never registered as a as an enhancement. Um, so, so what are they what are they actually trying to get him for? Nothing. Um, that that's that's the whole situation is the fact that. Um, they, he never, according to him, he never took Balco. And yeah, but explain um, what what the controversy is. Oh, you mean why why about Barry Bonds? No, with Edelman or whatever. Oh, Edelman, Edelman um, is is PD PED suspension. I guess um, he. Uh, the, what he's saying is Adelman plans to argue the suspension should be thrown out because the NFL mishandled his results. Um, the okay. league testers also, also could not identify the substance which triggered a positive test. The most likely outcome remains Edelman serving the four-game ban, but he seems to have a better chance than most to get the decision overturned. Of course, uh, that, that source is from ESPN. So, so what Edelman is saying is, you guys are popping me for a drug that you don't know what that drug is. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. That's insane. How did it, I don't understand how people get the right to do that, but that's why it's going to get thrown out because you're 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 saying that you're high on something, but we don't know what it is. But you're definitely high on something. Well, come on, you gotta know what it is. I'm high on if you're gonna say I'm high. Right, and that's exactly what he's he's sort of uh, protesting. Uh, now I don't know how how scientifically this stuff is. If you know they what the what the chances of uh, false positive is. Uh, if it's like DNA, you know, where uh, yeah, one out of whatever four billion. Can have the same uh, fingerprint as you do, and so yeah, of course, there's a false pos- could be a false positive, but obviously, no one's going to believe a one out of four billion situation. So um, that's why it's it's legal to have in court. So or what? So I don't know how accurate that stuff is, but um, well, yeah. usually you always, your analysis works is they'll take vials of the the urine, so the They'll take one vial, test it, right? Because they have a cup full of it, so they'll take vials of it, right? Separate the, the different vials, and then so okay, they'll take one vial and they'll test it, and it's oh, he's positive for this, so we got to take the other vial and see, uh, you know, double check if this if we didn't screw up or anything. So they're definitely assured whoever the the um, science person is or whatever testing. They're definitely assured that he's definitely uh, spiking on something, some sort of substance, 
but they, the NFL doesn't test for this substance, right? They don't have a name for it. They don't. There's not. It's not part of their list that says, okay, he's, his numbers say this, so this is what it is. Because or if you know on our chart or whatever, because the substance doesn't exist on the chart. So right. They know he's high on something, but they don't know what it is because they don't normally test for it. Whatever he is high on. Right, and that and that's the, that's the thing. It, it's so. I mean, and so it must have some kind of traces of of whatever illegality that yeah that's coming up because why else would it come up, right? Right. Exactly. So. Yeah, there's. I mean, yeah. So he's definitely um, taking something to enhance his body because that's what they're testing for. But they don't know what it is. So, but that's the problem. Is if you don't know what it is, then uh, you better you better take that test somewhere else because you can't tell me I'm high on whatever and don't know what I'm high on. You know. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So what what are the chances uh of because obviously he has a pretty good chance of it being overturned. Um what do you what do you feel the chances are uh percentage-wise let's just say of it being overturned? I say it's um uh, I say it's pretty high. Because that's a more of a public public thing. Publicity thing because then now you're getting people who are upset at the end of the league because they're mm-hmm. accusing this guy of being high on a substance, but you can't identify the substance. So all the league can say is, dude, he's spiking on this chart right here, you know. But see, it's like you're talking to the common common person, the everyday a guy who watches who drinks beer and watches football and eats wings. You know, he doesn't. Right. You know, he wants to say he wants to be. He wants to know what it is. You know, he doesn't want. He doesn't want right. all the science stuff going in front of him. He just says he just wants to know. Okay, he was smoking marijuana, or or he was um, taking PED of this type, or whatever. He doesn't care like what the science is behind it. So you, for the NFL to say, well, our science proves this on this chart, no one cares about that. Yeah, so I would say it's pretty right. high that if they, they can't identify the source, then uh, he gets, you know, released from any punitive, uh, you know, prospect, I guess. So you, do you see it one way or the other? You see he him he, serving either the four-game span, a ban, I should say, or nothing, or do you see the ban being reduced? No, I, I'd say – he should be reduced for everything. He would go down to zero, like no game suspension. Wow. Okay. Dang. And then I, the commissioner I, I, is going to be yeah. the commissioner is going to be PO'd. Who, well, who, yeah. who approved the, who approved this four game suspension? The commissioner already? Or was it was it uh, like one of his underlings? She said, "Okay, well." Who's in a commissioner chart that says, "Okay, well, commissioner says if you're positive, if you're busted on um, PEDs, then you get four days suspension." And then he told this uh, 
this guy, you're, you're suspended for four days. Well, if that's the case, that dude's probably going to get fired. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't think uh, Goodell is going to be much appreciative of that at all. Yep, step into my office. Yeah, <laughs> the worst three words, four words that you can hear as an employee. Yep. All righty, bro. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. I ran through Roto World, and there's really not much other than, um, you know, Odell Beckham being a holdout, right? Other than that, it's a a slow week. Um, So, um, yeah, have a a great birthday tomorrow. Um, I don't know what you'll be doing, but hopefully it's fun and – and you know you have a lot of good stuff happening tomorrow for you, and uh, we'll see you next week. I don't know. Let me know Friday or Monday or or whatever day, um, so um, as soon as possible, so we can set up the recording schedule. Okay, uh, absolutely. I'll talk okay. to you. Thank you for the happy birthday, and uh, take care, everybody. Yeah, you too. All right. Everybody have a good one. Signing off.